Welcome to the Code 3 Counseling Podcast. Code 3 Counseling exists to provide mental health and personal support for first responders and their families. Each episode, we will share with you information, strategies, and resources that can help you thrive in the first responder life. The Code 3 Counseling Podcast is hosted by our co-founders, Sean Cavan and Alicia Swade. The cool thing is we are a first responder family. Sean is a retired police officer, and Alicia, Sean's daughter, is a mental health professional also married to a cop. We hope this podcast feels like you are sitting with us talking about how to enjoy living the first responder life. Now, while our goal is to provide you with helpful and accurate information, remember it is just information. This podcast is not meant to be a replacement for mental health or medical treatment. Always consult with a professional if you have concerns about your health and wellness. All right, now let's get into this week's podcast. Hey everybody, it's Alicia Swade with the Code 3 Counseling Podcast. Thanks so much for listening to us today. I'm so glad that you're here. We have some really awesome guests on this episode today that I cannot wait for you to hear from. Before we get started, I do want to say... Thank you all so much for hanging in there with us. I know we have not been getting our episodes out as often as we had in the past. Um, Normally we do them every other week, and lately it's been about once a month for the past two months. (laughs) Um, We have just been really um, busy. (laughs) I know that that's like everybody's really busy. We've been interviewing people to hire on as new counselors with Code 3 Counseling, Um, And then also my second story office got flooded, and so I'm still dealing with that, and it's been almost a month. This is great, but, you know, we're hanging in there. So unfortunately, the podcast had to take a little bit of a backseat, the editing of the podcast. We still interviewed a lot of great people, um, and I have the episodes. I just haven't been able to edit them as fast as I had hoped. So now that we've got two new people who are going to be coming on to the Code 3 Counseling um team here they're gonna join us in january i am so excited for y'all to meet them like seriously you're gonna love them i hope you love them just as much as i do they're amazing um and incredible counselors who really have a heart for first responders and military so it's gonna be awesome having them on the podcast too um but today i want to let you know about our guests because i'm really excited okay so we had the wonderful privilege of talking with mark and Teresa hildebrand um, um, from Leo Family Fitness, and I had so much fun with this interview, and it has sat with me. We interviewed them probably a month and a half, two months ago now, and still I think about this interview um, a lot, and our chat with them was so wonderful, and I've gotten so many golden nuggets that I've been acting on at home, and it's just been great. So before we get into the podcast, I do want to tell you a little bit about Mark and Teresa. They are truly awesome, and I loved this chat. You're going to love them too. So a little bit about Mark. He is a certified push and life coach and current law enforcement officer with LAPD. He actually struggled with self-sabotage for decades. After discovering what was truly holding him back, he was able to navigate a 100-pound weight loss journey, create an epic connection with his family, and show up as a better leader in all areas of his life. He now coaches other leaders on how to level up their mindset and actions so that they too can reach their full potential in every area of life. He's truly an incredible human. Now, I think he's awesome. Just wait until you hear about Teresa. She is just as incredible. So Teresa Hildebrand is a mom of two. She's a first responder wife, a podcaster, a life coach, an entrepreneur, and 
a precision nutrition level one coach. Like that in and of itself should just tell you how incredible she is. She is the host of the Organized Chaos podcast where she helps busy moms develop habits to live with intentionality and generate the confidence they need to make themselves a priority. As a working mom with a chaotic schedule, she found herself struggling to make time for self-care. Her and her husband, Mark, then began a transformation that led them to improve their physical, mental, and emotional health and ultimately elevate their lives and family connection through personal development. She now helps other busy moms speed up their transformation by helping them organize the chaos. Seriously, oh my goodness, just... I'm so excited for you to listen. I'm not going to hype them up anymore because you need to hear exactly what Mark and Teresa have to say. But I do have one challenge for you. All right. I'm not hyping them up anymore, but I have a challenge. I want you, you're going to hear a bunch of golden nuggets in this chat that we had with Mark and Teresa. There are going to be just these little things, these little phrases, these little activities that you're going to hear and you're going to go, oh, that's not a bad idea. Maybe I should try that. And then you're going to be at home or at work or doing something at Costco. I don't know. You're going to be out and about. You're going to be doing something. And you're going to remember, oh, yeah, I remember when Teresa and Mark said that on the podcast. And here's my challenge for you. When you remember those little golden nuggets, I want you to act on them. Okay? I am telling you. I've been doing that since our chat with them. It was over a month ago now. And... Um, I have just had so much joy and fun and silliness and playfulness all because I'm acting on like, oh, hey, I remember they said to do this. Hey, kids, blah, 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 blah. And then we end up having a great, like even just 10, 15 minutes, but it's such a special moment. Um, and it brings so much joy. And I am telling you, you got to do it. That's my challenge for you. Okay. So listen to the podcast. You're going to get some suggestions. You're going to remember them later. And I want you to choose to act on them. Okay? That's my challenge. So without further ado, here are Mark and Teresa Hildebrand. All right. Awesome. Well, it's so good to have you both with us. Um, Why don't we start off with having you to tell us a little bit about yourselves and like what got you both into organized chaos and Leo Family Fitness? Great question. You want to go first? Sure. <laughs> so um, actually, Mark inspired me to do a whole podcast. Um, he had been doing it for a little while. And, you know, we just wanted to create a, a platform where we could share what we normally share on social media, just around mindset, around intentionality, family connection. And we just wanted it, we wanted to make it into um, a place where we can share more long form and then also interview other people, um, you know, to kind of reinforce like the message that we were putting out there. But really how it kind of all started was just with our own health and fitness. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can go into that. Yeah. And she's, she's like understating what she does. She is like amazing at organization. That's why she's called organized chaos. Like it's so like me having OCD, having her being able to put all the boxes together. It just, it makes it so much easier for us all to operate, um, at a high level. So, um, so yeah, it all started off with my health and fitness. Um, it, uh, I was on this path of giving it all to my career. So I'm a police sergeant from LAPD. I have about 19 years on and um, I was spending all my waking hours there. And I had like this limiting belief that led me to believe that, hey, I could either be a great 
supervisor could be great um, at LAPD, or I can take care of my health, or I can make my family a priority. And so I was literally giving it all to my career. Um, and that's kind of like when the time first rose up is like when the, um, my son, Andrew was born. So he was, he was one pound, nine ounces. He was born and he has been 73 days in the NICU. And, you know, when you go home, um, from the hospital and your son doesn't get to go home for 73 extra days. Yeah. And you're like looking at the crib that you guys have and, and he's not at home. It takes a little bit of an emotional toll on him, on you. Right. Yeah. And so because I was not healthy, I wasn't focusing on my health. I didn't know what personal development was. I was like, I ain't reading any books. Like I'm out of college. I, I I'm good. I just need to do all the training for police. Right. I didn't realize that I was actually lacking a lot of, um, the things that I needed that would have helped me get through that situation. And so I had like emotional breakdown. I had to go see a therapist. I had to like really focus on like, okay, I need to be able to show up for him. In order to do that, I need to first start showing up and leading myself well. Yeah. And so that's what we did. We started to get health and fitness together. And then she saw me. So she jumped on board with me at the same time. We, we both lost weight. I ended up losing a hundred pounds. And then, so when you have a transformation like that, everybody's like, what are you doing? Like, please help us. <laughs> yeah. And so then came the process of like learning how to help other people. And it was kind of difficult at first because I didn't realize that it had a lot to do with me leading myself rather than just telling them which workout or which way to eat, right? <laughs> it's not necessarily that you need to be told exactly what to do. We just need to make sure that we pull out of you like the reasons why you're doing it, right? The mindset behind it. So that way, mm -hmm. you know, I've got to be consistent with it because if you were consistent with 50% of the stuff you know you need to do, like we would all have like these amazing lives. I'd right? be out of a job. And so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's just, it's just it, this kind of like picked up steam, it turned into my podcast, turned into a life coaching practice that I have now, mastermind teams and all that kind of stuff. And I finally pushed um, Teresa to go, hey, you know what? You need to create something like this too, because you have amazing, not only your story, but you have amazing resources and how you do things is different than I've ever seen before. Mm -hmm. And finally she, she, um, bit the bullet, did it. And now she's like, every day she's like, oh my gosh, look at how many downloads I have. She's just so <laughs> excited. But I think I'm more excited because the message that she's putting out there to the world is getting heard mm -hmm. by other people who need it. And so, um, so that's kind of what inspires us to, to continue to do this, to continue to do podcasts and whatever we can do to really just help out other people. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. You guys have that total balance thing going between you there. I mean, she's yeah. just laid back, got it going. You're all bing right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because we're, we're opposites. Like if you, mm -hmm. you know, talking about personalities and he said he OCD and everything has to be exact. There has to be a schedule. Everything's planned. And I'm like, I just, you know, I don't know what I want to do today. I want it to be spontaneous. And it's like, it, it just works because he focuses on his strengths and I focus on mine. And yes. then when they come together, it's like this powerhouse. So it just, it just works. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and I love that because like, I, I love working with couples. And one of the things that I love to do is figure out, all right, what are each of your strengths and how can you get those to mesh well together so that things can go well for you? Um, and I love that you both have already figured that out for yourselves. I'm sure the process wasn't as easy as you're making it sound right now. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> but yeah, that's such a beautiful part of the story, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So um, what you, you talk about mindset a lot, and that's one of the things that I love about your podcast. I've actually recommended it to some of my clients when I'm trying to have that conversation with them as well. Um, mm -hmm. What about, 
about your journey, like, was it that you realized the mindset was so powerful for you to become successful in what you were trying to achieve and trying to do? That's a great question. So um, initially when I started, like I would do, uh, being a life coach, I would, now it, it kind of like is that red flag. And that's when people start to coach the action line. What I mean by that is they coach in terms of like telling you what to do and what not to do. Mm-hmm. And when you just do that, you don't do things for long enough to actually see success and to create, to manifest what you really want in your life. And what I found is like whenever I would either tell people to do what it is that I did, like they wouldn't have the background of this in here, right? Because everything flows through your mind. Like before you make a comment, before you, you know, make a decision, if you're going to hit the mute button or, you know, on the alarm before you wake up or get up out of bed, we all have these things. A lot of it is unconscious, right? And they're based off of beliefs and all that kind of stuff. But when I started to like read and get into personal development, that's kind of when it opened up to me. Cause I'm like, okay, after I read this book, I notice that I take the actions that I want to take and I'm in congruence with my core values and I feel great about it. And like, I can really connect with people on a different level. And on days that I didn't do that, I wasn't fueling this, that it would like take me down an entirely different path. And I'm like, what's the difference? It's the same person. Like I still know the same things as yesterday. And so it got me to like really want to dive deeper into the science behind how our brain works and how mindset works. And so I just dove in learning that. And then, okay, now that I know that, how can I use that to actually share that with other people? But then also what's awesome is like, when you succeed in one area of life, by the way, everybody on the planet has always succeeded in at least one area of your life. There's universal principles that you can pull there and you can pull them to another area. So when I talk about like my health and fitness and losing weight, I'm like, okay, what were the key indicators? What got me to show up? And how can I use that to get a better relationship with Teresa or having a better relationship with my kids or being better leader on duty? I could take some of those like same principles, which are all from here and apply them to the different areas. And that could actually help me to grow in those areas. So it was just a matter of thinking that I could, um, first off, just tell everybody what to do and they're going to succeed and they didn't. (laughs) And then realizing that it had something probably to do with this because we all have different brains, right? We all have different experiences that we've been through, right? Um, and realizing like, and understanding actually the, the science behind it and how it works and how I can not only use that in other areas of my life, but how I could use it to help other people. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Teresa, when you, um, sorry, gosh, she's, she's watching some really funny YouTube videos right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she's probably playing with our daughter too. Cause she's doing the same thing. <laughs> what were some of the things that you had to go through for your own mindset shift? Cause your personality is different than Mark's. So like what, how was that journey different for you in figuring that out so that you could be the best version of yourself and show up in a way that was best for you? Yeah. Uh, I love that question. I, so when I started, Mark was the one that kind of got into the whole fitness thing first. And I had been trying to lose weight or just feel better because I I just wasn't feeling my best. And I thought, well, I just need to know what I need to do as far as physical activity and I need to know what to eat. And those were like just the two major things that I was focusing on. And then I realized that what I really had to work on was my mindset. I, you know, I found books, I found podcasts, 
And I realized that the most important thing that I needed to work on was um, how I felt about myself, um, my confidence. And it wasn't what I thought was going to help my confidence was um, looking better. And it had nothing to do with that. In fact, my confidence improved way before I actually hit my goal. So the confidence came from really the habits that I uh, was able to establish. And it was me being able to um, set a schedule and actually stick with it. Or me saying, okay, you know, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to work out. I'm going to eat these meals. And, you know, I'm going to write down three things I'm thankful for. So just doing that, it didn't matter if it was a good workout. It didn't matter if, you know, I ate the meal that I, that I set aside that was healthy, but then I had a cupcake. Like that didn't matter. It just, it mattered that I focused on improving every single day and doing at least one thing that was, you know, going to, you know, make me, or, you know, um, make some progress in my life. And that was what was building up my confidence and my self-esteem. So, you know, I thought, okay, well, what else can I do? Mm -hmm. Right. I was like, I I feel good. I feel like, I feel like a better person because a lot of the work was happening in here. So I just started to dive in deeper into books and podcasts and just things that were going to improve my mental state courses and things like that. So I really, really got like passionate about focusing more on that. And then also sharing that with other women that I was coaching because, you know, they were just like me where they were looking for that, that one exercise that was going to help them or that one meal plan that was going to help. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, yes, that will come. But you really need to focus on trying to improve your mindset because that is going to change everything. And it did for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because you know, I, I've I've been a big guy my whole life, you know, and and going through those roller coasters of, you know, the South Beach diet and this diet and all, you know, every diet along the way, I'd lose 40, 50 pounds, but then it'd come back six, eight months later because I didn't have the right mindset. Mm-hmm. Never really changed. So, um, what Teresa was kind of talking about was like confidence, and um, there's something that we teach our mastermind team. It's like the difference between confidence and self confidence, and I think that will be very, very beneficial for your listeners mm-hmm. to differentiate between the two. Um, so the way that I like to describe confidence is like um, if, like, let's say you're trying to pour a glass of water, and you poured a glass of water 52 million times, like you're probably confident that you can do it without spilling, right? So confidence is based off of something that you've done before, right? It's something outside of you that, oh, I've done this a million times, so I'm confident at it. Self-confidence is different. It comes from a different place. Self-confidence is I have confidence inside of myself, and it is regardless of any outside evidence that is even possible for me. So think about that. I am confident in myself despite any outside evidence that it actually can happen. And the reason why I can think that is because there's only two in my brain, there's only two solutions to me trying something new. Number one is I succeed and really I don't learn that much. The next one is I actually learn from it and I grow and that is now going to be my superpower. Like the reason why we're here here on this podcast is because I screwed it up for a long time and she did it too. And the reason why we continued and we use that to now actually affect more people than the things that we did once and succeeded with. And so in reality, when I think about it, I'm like, I am self-confident in this thing that I'm going to do, even though I've never done it. Because I know only two things can happen. I can either do it right or I can learn from it. 
And when you just approach everything that you're going to do with that level of self-confidence, like having that belief in yourself, it just flips the game. Because being confident only when you've done things in your life, you're going to want to do new things that you've never done before, mm -hmm. right? And if you have to wait until you're confident, I hate to break it to you, but you're kind of like, you're not going to live to your full <laughs> You're not going to right? be confident. And so understanding that, <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly. So understanding how that works is, has like that training has helped a lot of people, but it's also helped us whenever we're about to do something new, we've got to remember that that's the case, right? We think that confidence is built on the outside. It's not like Teresa said, it's built on the inside. And, and when you understand that you get the power back and it's like, it doesn't matter what everybody else's opinions or thoughts or anything about that. It all starts with this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I love that you brought that up because it, it points out the, the need for intentionality behind the actions and steps that you take, because if we don't become intentional about what we're doing and how we're acting and interacting and reacting, then nothing really changes. We become almost like a victim to our circumstances and that's not a healthy yes. place to be. Um, yeah. And it's so important. That's something I talk about with all of my folks at, in any stage, whether it's trauma or couples or kids, parenting, it's gotta be intentional. Mm -hmm. 100%. I mean, intentional that, that even that word right there, I mean, it feels so meaningful to me because when I think about being intentional, um, just an example, like you could spend two hours in front of the TV with your kids and that's time that you're together. And, you know, I used to think that that made me a good father and it doesn't, it just makes me sitting right next to my kids. Or I can spend 15 minutes of undivided attention, playing a board game, like going on a walk with them, talking to them, asking them about what made you smile today. Mm -hmm. And that connection because of that intentionality really changes the game. And it doesn't have to be two hours in front of sitting on the TV. It could be like 15 or 30 minutes of intentional quality time. And you're right. It just like, it flips the, it flips the game. You don't have to now just spend a whole ton of time. You just got to do it intentionally. So yeah, it's that, that word is for me, it's, it's very meaningful. Yeah. Well, and I love that you brought up the example of with your kids, like a lot of people think that if I have to play a board game with them, it's got to be the two hours that we would have watched a movie instead. And I don't want to spend two hours <laughs> right. playing Connect Four. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I know I don't, but, um, hey, no. grandpa, I'd do it. well, you're also retired. So <laughs> yeah. You'd like have all the time to do all the things. <laughs> Whereas I'm like, I got to do the laundry. I got to wash the dishes. I got to do this. I got, Oh, I forgot to send that email. Like, yeah. But um, yep. like this morning, I, when you shared that, one thing that popped into my head was this morning I was dropping off my son at school and we got there 15 minutes early and we just went and sat down and all we did was tell jokes. Like we looked up jokes on mm. my phone. He's seven, by the way. So like it's knock, knock jokes. <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I wouldn't, I, I don't think I would have the bandwidth for two hours of knock, knock jokes, but yeah. it, those 15 minutes and I could tell there was a difference between the, the hectic, oh my gosh, daddy got called into court and you know, mommy's got all mm. these things going on today and we've still got four year old sister to go places. And it was just chaos getting out the door mm -hmm. but then that 15 minutes that we got there a little bit early because traffic wasn't too bad gave us like some good time mm -hmm. and then watching him go into class i i knew it had made a difference and i could see it because he was yeah. just like a little bit less irritable with me yep. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. And I just, I want to acknowledge and appreciate you for a second, Alicia, because I want to, I want to share something like you, you probably know you did this, but it's just extremely powerful. And that is like to meet them on their level with what they're interested in. Yes. Right. I know so many people are like, well, if I'm not interested in, I won't spend the time there, but here's the thing. Like, is it, is it our goal to actually like, um, do that specific activity or is our goal actual true connection? Mm -hmm. And what you did there is you're like, Hey, you know what? Knock, knock jokes or connect for may not be the best thing for me, but you know what the best thing is us getting to communicate on this level that maybe later on, you're not going to be able to communicate on that level, mm -hmm. right? When he moves out or when he gets older or anything like people told me about when you have teenagers, we haven't experienced that yet, but it's like something that you're like, Hey, you know what? We can do this and I can do what you want to do rather than having to do something that I want to do. Yes. Because really, truly at the end of that, you feel amazing. Like you said, you, he went in there and you, you, I guarantee you, you came home, you had a pep in your step oh, too, because you connected with him on that level. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to say that's, that is awesome. Great job doing that. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Yeah. But you know, also thinking about it from, from trying to find something to do with the kids forcing something like, oh, let's go, I'm going to teach him how to play baseball. Well, maybe he doesn't like yeah. baseball, you know, and now that that yep. quality time you thought you were having becomes a negative response and no learning. And especially because you're irritated that yeah, they don't want to yeah. do it and they're not throwing the ball well and yep. they're not caring <laughs> to throw the ball well. So then it's just a cycle. And then it's like, yeah. oh, this is great. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We had fun. Now go tell your mom you had fun. <laughs> Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us today on the Code 3 Counseling Podcast. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I know you are wanting to hear more from the Hildebrands. They truly are some wonderful people with so much knowledge. Our interview with them was so good and so long that we decided to break it up into two episodes. So come back in two weeks and you can join us for the second half of our chat with Mark and Teresa Hildebrand. In the meantime, Feel free to check out our episode webpage to find ways of connecting with them if you are interested in coaching sessions or to just tell them how awesome this half of the interview was. And also feel free to connect with us through our website, code3counseling.com, if you are interested in learning more about how you can thrive as a first responder family. And always remember, it may be your battle, but you don't have to fight it alone.